Okay, this is uh, Victoria Vandenberg with the Biscuits Buttered Podcast. Uh, we have a disclaimer uh, for this show. We just wanted to address some things. Um, uh, you know, sometimes I get comments from people and and people come to me and they're like, why would you say this? Why would you talk about that? Why would you do this? Um, this is a comedy show. <laughs> and I sometimes say things that are inappropriate. I sometimes say things that are outrageous even the premise for the show i use a pen name victoria vandenberg um a transgender woman as uh the pen name for the podcast that is the character that i use to talk about my life and my world anonymously and my thoughts and my feelings and i i like the show to be like kind of stream of conscious just the thoughts that are in my head i like to just spew out into the microphone and sometimes it's ugly Sometimes it's not good. Sometimes it's um, trash. Sometimes it's stupid. Sometimes it's just mind-numbingly stupid. And um, that's exactly what I wanted this podcast to be. I wanted it to be kind of just this unfiltered show where I share my world with you. Uh, And the only way I know to do that is to do that anonymously. Uh, And that's why I want to do a disclaimer today is that is that that's what this show is about. And I don't want it to be anything other than that. I want to, I want to talk about risque subjects. I want to talk about controversial subjects. I want to say things that are completely wrong. I want to say things that are even untrue. And, you know, if I find out they're true, I'll, untrue, I'll eventually correct them on the show. Uh, and, and, and that's one thing that I really wanted to address Um just from the get-go, just right from the beginning of the show. So uh, I do have a surprise on this show, and it even happened by surprise uh, that we're, we have a guest on the show tonight that happened by mistake. Uh, my friend Burt's Chili called me out of nowhere, and I decided just to roll with it, and we discussed the movie uh, Chocolat. Uh, which was very, very fun. And we just discussed, you know, lightly, um, uh, you know, Alabama life and cops in Alabama and how we fucking hate them. And uh, then we discussed, uh, you know, some stuff we've seen on 4chan and read it, (laughs) which might be a little controversial. But, um, you know, uh, that's the thing about the podcast. You know, I I say things that are wrong. I say things. But, you know, it's one of those things, it's like the show is meant to be, like a private conversation that you would not want anyone to hear, but we're having it on a podcast. That, that was the idea for the show and uh, I'm sticking with it. So uh, hopefully I'll be able to have Bert, uh, Bert's chili on more. Uh, we were thinking about even uh, doing commentary on movies and having a couple episodes where we do commentary on movies, but I would have to lock him down and I got to get a better, uh, podcast set up. I need, you know, uh, some more mics and things like that. So, uh, you know, last week we watched, uh, the road to Wellville. And if you hadn't watched, uh, the road to Wellville, it's about, um, the Kellogg guy who was kind of like a pseudo intellectual pseudo. He was kind of a quack. He was like a kind of a quack and he made Kellogg's uh, Raisin Bran, he made Kellogg's uh, Corn Flakes and all this stuff, and all this different types of health food. And uh, he had his own little, uh, and I think it was in Battle Creek, somewhere, Battle Creek, Michigan maybe, 
he has like this little resort where he helps people overcome their ailments, except he puts them through all kinds of like crazy scenarios and things like enemas and uh, just a lot of crazy things. And we watched that movie last week and I I would highly recommend it. And we thought about maybe um, live streaming us doing commentary on that because that movie is so fucked up and it's way better than I ever like I watched it a long time ago and I remember it being like a bad movie. But when I rewatched it, I was like, fuck, I love this movie because it just has so much like every scene is just craziness, just absolute insanity. But it's all based on stuff that this Kellogg guy actually did. So uh, maybe eventually we'll get around to just doing commentary on movies and maybe putting up a whole movie's commentary up on here for you to listen to because that movie would be great to do commentary on. But i got to get a better setup. we got to get some new mics and everything like that. But just just to emphasize what I wanted to emphasize, this is a disclaimer for the show. Uh, we sometimes say and do inappropriate things on the show. We say things we aren't supposed to say. We say things that you wouldn't say in public uh, because... You know, uh, I like saying things that I'm not supposed to say, and I like speaking freely because that's the only real way in life that you're going to come to a better opinion and and build character and and become a better person. You've got to put your most horrible thoughts or your stupidest thoughts out in the air and discuss it. That way you can come to a better conclusion and a better thought and a more well-rounded way of thinking. And uh, that's all I wanted to leave you with on this podcast is that uh, don't take anything we say seriously uh, because I love everyone. All right. We love every, I love every community there is. I love the black community. I love the Asian community. I love the Latino community. I love the LGBTQ plus community. I love uh, even the crazy right-wingers that live in this state with me. So don't take anything we say too seriously. I want to talk to everybody. I want to get along with everybody uh, because you can learn from people that you disagree with. I don't know if anyone ever needs to hear this, but uh, you can learn from talking to people that are complete opposites of you, that sometimes people that don't even believe you have the right to exist talk to them because it's only going to make things worse if you don't talk to them. Uh, and maybe you can learn something from them. Maybe you can, uh, maybe they can learn something from you. And, uh, you know, it's just like, uh, there's that guy who goes and befriends clan members and then eventually like flips them out of the clan because they realize they're best friends in African American. I forget his name, but he's done it millions and millions of times. I think that's the proper way to go. I think we need to talk to each other And even if we have horrible thoughts, we need to discuss them out loud. But uh, having said that, this is the Biscuits Buttered Podcast with uh, Victoria Vandenberg. I love you all. And uh, here starts the podcast. This is the Biscuits Buttered Podcast with none other than Victoria Vandenberg. We're joining you here on a uh, Saturday night. Uh, We're texting back and forth with uh, random individuals online uh, trying to um, we're trying to you know just uh, get laid really we're just trying to get laid Victoria is trying to get laid yet again so I've been on a roll lately you know I've lost I've lost some weight 
and uh, I've been on a roll. So if you hear like little buzzes, that's me and someone else chatting. Uh, but yeah, I've been I've been hitting it pretty hard. I've been uh, getting a lot of attention lately. Now that uh, I've lost over a hundred pounds uh, last year, in total, I lost almost a hundred pounds. But before that, you know, it's about 125 total. So I've I've lost a good bit of weight, and I'm telling you, I'm enjoying the attention. They see this curvy gal walking down the street, and they can't get enough of the thickness. I'm a slim, a slim 313 pounds today. I can't believe it. It's just the best thing ever. Um... I, uh, I'm looking good. I'm feeling good. I can actually go out and walk. Like the other day, I walked five miles. I can't believe that I actually walked five whole miles. And um, just feeling a lot better. Victoria's doing good. And this is uh, Biscuits Buttered with Victoria Vandenberg. Uh, hit us up on the social media. We're on Facebook, uh, Biscuits Buttered Profile. Uh, hit us up on Twitter at BiscuitButtPod. Uh, you can even email us at... Uh, uh, biscuits buttered at proton.me. I have not checked it in a while. I need to get on there and check it. Uh, and we're also on Podvine. All right. So, uh, you know, we're on it, but I don't know how much longer we're going to be on it because it seems kind of pointless. So, um, you know, it's been, everything's been rolling good. You know, just got a new thing. I'm doing it work. Uh, everything's going uh, pretty smoothly. It was a nice, easy week. And uh, I just wanted to hit the ground running this weekend. Uh, so uh, I've already, I went down to my cabin um, on the river and uh, me and my uh, dog Peanut uh, just had a blast today. You know, went and cleaned out the fire pit, cleaned up, you know, cleaned up the cabin, you know, got it ready. Uh, thinking about going back next weekend and just doing a whole like day of just, projects that I've been putting off that I've been meaning to do. Uh, and I'm very, uh, excited about that, but, uh, we have one thing that I need to get into and, uh, but I've got to take a really quick break. I'll be right back. Okay. I'm back. First thing I wanted to talk about is, uh, <laughs> Uh, one thing I love about uh, being an Alabama, one thing I love about being an Alabamian is that it's never boring because <laughs> there's always like the white trash comes out in everybody. You can send a person to Washington, D.C., but you will not take the trailer park out of that Alabama boy. And what I'm talking about is Mike Rogers. He's Mike Rogers, the congressman from Alabama, uh, literally a Birmingham school law trained uh, lawyer. We sent him to fucking Congress and he's out on the fucking house floor ready to fucking roll. He's ready to fucking throw hands and he's ready to throw hands with the fucking the most punchable human being on the face of the planet, Matt Gates, Cause Matt Gates is like on the Senate or the, excuse me, on the house floor. He's like, I'm Matt Gaetz, I look like butthead. and fucking Mike Rogers comes in and he's like, let me introduce you to Jack Johnson. 
this fist is Jack, this fist is Johnson, I'm going to fucking knock you out, motherfucker. So he comes in there, hair plugs and all, because if you've ever seen uh, Mike Rogers, he definitely has hair plugs or a toupee or something. There's something going on with that hair. It's just, that hair is very thick, and it's always sitting perfectly on his head, and there is no way that is not fake hair, like a wig or, I, I'm I'm guessing hair plugs. It's just so thick and uh, it can't be real hair. There's no way. It looks like if somebody, you know, like when you see a sloth hanging from a tree, it's like somebody cut the back off of a sloth and put it on his head. That's pretty much what Mike Rogers looked like. Well, anyway, Mike Rogers had had enough. He was tired of fucking Matt Gates and Bobert and all these fucking idiots in Congress. And uh, what's the lady's name in Georgia? Fucking crazy lady. Well, anyway, he was like, I'm tired of this. And he fucking goes over there and lunges. And some fucking guy has to restrain him because he's fucking about to like light up fucking Matt Gates. And uh, he made me proud that day. He made me proud. Mike Rogers, you made Victoria Vandenberg a very proud Alabama girl. When you fucking lunged at him, man, oh, I wish that guy wouldn't have fucking grabbed you because you could have socked him right there, man. Okay, so I don't agree with Mike Rogers' politics. And I have never been a fan of Mike Rogers. But when you but when you put two human beings in a ring and you're gonna cockfight them, all right? Two human beings in a ring and you're gonna have a cockfight. If you're putting Matt Gates in there, that's the only person I'd be like, yeah, I'm on the Rogers side of this. Good old Mike Rogers, six foot three, 220 pounds, solid muscle, hair plugs and all, fighting little weak bitch boy pedophile Matt Gates. And Mike Rogers wins that any day of the week, I guarantee you. Um, and, uh, you know, Matt Gates is just the worst human being. Uh, he was being investigated for like, sex trafficking not too long ago uh because he's just he's just he's just a pedophile i'm sorry um i mean that's all there's to it i mean i think he is i mean his friend got definitely got in trouble for sex trafficking but somehow he wiggled out of it and uh so basically matt gates uh bobert and uh oh i forget the q lady uh forget her name well anyway they're all out there blocking Kevin McCarthy becoming Speaker of the House. And Kevin, Kevin McCarthy's no angel either. You know, Kevin McCarthy's kind of, he's not very good. You know, he's just not very good at his job. And he's had to concede all this stuff uh, to become Speaker of the House because now the Republicans control the House. And uh, it, we're in for a wild ride because now he's conceded all this stuff that they can have Speaker votes whenever they want and, you know, uh, call it up for a vote anytime they want. So it, we are in for a wild, wild fucking ride with uh, Kevin McCarthy as um, a leader of the House of Representatives because these people, he cannot control these crazy um, people in his party. He just can't do it. And, uh, he had to just give up the whole keys to the castle uh, to become uh, the party leader. But mm, it's not looking good. You know, I, I know on this podcast, I bitched and bitched and bitched about Democrats. And uh, seeing now that they, like the Republicans, have taken back control of the House, seeing how they're already fucking all this shit up, I'm like, holy shit. 
Like I was just, I don't know. I guess I was being naive. I guess I was being blinded by uh, how, um, you know, I guess, you know, when you're, you know, it's kind of like I'm used to this product and I guess I'm more critical of it because I'm just used to it. But then when you get the new product and you're like seeing how much worse it is than the old product and you're just like, holy shit, this will wake you up. This is like a fucking, you know, this is like someone coming in and pouring a cold bucket of water over your head. <laughs> Wakes you up pretty quick because these people are insane. And um, I just... I don't, I don't even know what to say. You know, you've seen all these interviews this week with Bobert running around, uh, trying to get other people to be speaker. And you've seen Matt Gates, uh, going around all week, you know, trying to nominate Donald Trump to be speaker of the house. And I'm glad nobody voted for Trump because that would have been, uh, wow. I mean, it would have made for good TV if Trump would have became speaker of the house it would have made life really entertaining, but it also would have been a nail biting, uh, horrible experience <laughs> if it happened. Um, so, uh, I'm just glad that we, uh, finally got this, um, dumbass, uh, elected, uh, house speaker so they can move on. But these idiots in the party are going to have a lot more control now because of the negotiations. And I just, um, I just don't see this um, as a good thing. I just don't. There's no way you can tell me that this is a good thing. Okay. Um, last week, I um, ended up watching um, a documentary by Andrew Callahan uh, called This Place Rules. And it's basically him, you know, it starts out with him interviewing like bums that are fighting. And then he goes and uh, starts interviewing like, you know, he goes to Washington, D.C. And he interviews people from both sides of the spectrum. And, you know, he interviews like, like crazy liberals that are like, oh, you, you know, like you have the brain dead liberals that are like watch MSNBC every night. And... Like there's this lady on there. Well, I'm not even political, but Trump is definitely a Russian agent and he's going to go to jail for this and this and this and this and this and this and this. And, you know, she goes about all how he's destroying democracy and all, you know, all this stuff and which, you know, some of that's true, but a lot of it's not, you know, he's still not in jail. <laughs> he's still not in jail. We're not sure if he ever was a Russian agent and that story might've been complete bullshit. Um, you know, they released his uh, taxes last week and it was a big nothing burger. It's like, yeah, rich guy didn't pay much taxes. Okay, where's the crime, you know? So, you know, and you just have these brainwashed people that just all they can think about and talk about all day is Trump, 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 Trump. And it gets on my nerves because there's serious things going on in the world, but you can't have a conversation with these people without it somehow going back to Trump or something like that. It's like none of this is connected. You know, it's like you hear a lot of people throwing a lot of like shade at Joe Rogan and people like that because they somehow associate him with the right. But he does have a lot of right wingers, but he interviews everybody. So I don't think it's that bad a thing. Uh, and I like the Joe Rogan show. 
there. I admitted it. I like it. Uh, but, you know, and I don't like the people. Like, I don't like Matt Walsh and all the people he has on his show. But I, I support the show. He does good interviews. He does really good interviews. But you can't even have a discussion about him. But like, you're right winger because you're listening to Joe Rogan. It's like, the fuck I am. <laughs> I think I'm a rational a human being who can listen to both sides without losing my fucking mind, you know? Uh, well, anyway, this, um, this HBO documentary, uh, this place rules by Andrew Callahan. He's just this weird looking dude, just really goofy looking guy that runs around interviewing people. And, you know, he'll, he'll interview like violent liberals, brain dead liberals, you know, liberal, have you ever seen the liberal that like thinks they're really intellectual and smart because they're regurgitating stuff that they watched on MSNBC or read online? That's the type of people he interviews, <laughs> but they're dumb as shit because they just have one source of information. And then, you know, he'll go out and interview. you know, one thing I'll give about the left is like, even the left at its worst I don't think compares to what the right's capable of. I think the right's capable of far more. Look, the left's capable of violence. We've seen it. You know, there's a history of it, um, but not on the scale of the right wing. Cause there's way more right wingers and he interviews lots of, you know, right wingers. He interviews like Alex Jones and uh, all kinds of different people. And, you know, uh, Alex Jones is uh, the guy that's like, the water makes the freaking frogs gay. Remember that? Remember that famous clip of him? The water makes the freaking frogs gay. You know, he's always like arguing crazy things and saying crazy things. Uh, so he interviews him uh, and he interviews this weird guy from Florida who was, um, who was leader of the proud boys. And it's very interesting when he interviews the leader of the proud boys because you're like, wait, is this guy? Uh, um, let me look this up. What was this guy's name? I don't know. It turns out the leader of the Proud Boys was like uh, working for the FBI. <laughs> and, you know, there's just a lot of shady stuff around it. Uh, hold on. I think I got him right here. Let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. Henry Enrique Tar Tario. And by the way, this guy, I don't know. My gaydar started going off pretty strong when I seen this guy. Let's see if I can get his, uh, there's always a paywall up when you, uh, bring up an article. What was the name? Hmm. Why can't they just fucking say his goddamn name? Tario. Tario, I don't know if I'm saying that right. Anyway, my gay dollar's going way fucking off of that on this guy. Uh, but anyway, he's a fed. <laughs> and so uh, one thing that I'll never understand about January 6th is they knew these people were coming. They knew they were going to be acting up, but they didn't prepare for it. And uh, it caused this huge thing. And the feds were like, monitoring all this shit but they didn't seem to um you know do anything to stop it so it's kind of weird but this documentary i would tell you to watch this uh documentary this place rules by andrew callahan it's on hbo 
uh, really good interviews. And I think it took a really good approach because it, it really showed how both sides, it's mainly about how crazy the January 6th attacks were and how crazy the right is, but it did show that both sides are very brainwashed and it's not good for our country when both sides are very brainwashed. And speaking of which, uh, let me look up this leader of clan. What's that guy? Oh, here's another guy that my gaydar runs. Out. Let's go through right wingers. Why don't we? <laughs> we're, we're just going to like go through right wingers and the ones that like, you know, set off our gaydar. Well, the one that really sets off my gaydar is David Duke. I, I, Look, I've watched lots of documentaries about like extremists and things like this. And every time David Duke shows up, he like, you can tell he works out. He's like wearing like a polo with a collar popped. And he just got young guys around him like the whole time. It's just like a bunch of young guys. And I'm like, David Duke, there is no way this guy is not gay. And I think he lives in Mississippi now if I'm... Correct. I think his little groups in Miss, either Mississippi or Louisiana now, but this dude is definitely uh, sucking some, uh, some like you know, twenty-something-year-old cock every night, for real. It's like, oh, let's hate on the blacks together, but let's suck our cocks first, because <laughs> that's every time I see him, I'm like, there is no way that dude's not gay, no fucking way. All right. Um, Let's see. I did uh, want to talk about, I don't know what has happened to me over the past week. If you heard that go off, that's, um, I've been, um, basically I've been, um, I had like a kind of a caffeine addiction. And so I realized I'm spending all these money. Like I will drink like 10, Diet Mountain Dews a day or 10 Diet Sunkiss a day. That's what I'd got to where I was drinking. Cause I don't know. I've always got to be like drinking. So I don't know why just always got to be drinking something. And I realized all that is, is like sodium water. And, um, so I decided I was like, man, I can't do this anymore. It's so expensive and I'm drinking so much caffeine and sodium and all this stuff, uh, that I really need to make a change. But, you know, I need flavor. Victoria needs flavor. So what I did is I switched to water, but I get these little packets of, um, it's like, uh, what is it? It's great value iced tea with lemon. And it's sugar-free. And it does have calories, but it's like a very small amount of calories. So you really don't even have to worry about it. I think it's like five calories or something. It's, it's ridiculously low. And uh, it has a very low amount of caffeine in it. But the thing I noticed is that there is no sodium. And there's pretty much no anything into it. When you look at the thing, it's like zero, 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 everything. So, yeah, it's uh, five calories a serving. So, 
you know, it just seems like it'd be much healthier for me just to put this flavoring into the water and drink it every day instead of drinking those diet drinks. And uh, it's been working so far. I do miss getting a big dose of caffeine every day. I love getting like amped up on caffeine and just running around and doing shit. But um, I just uh, haven't been, haven't been, you know, I just, I, I get so caffeinated that I can't even sleep at night. So I have to, I'm having to, Victoria is having to try something new. Okay, this podcast is going to be all over the place today because I'm like on the phone talking to people and having to pause and all this stuff. So I do apologize uh, today uh, for um, the way I'm conducting this podcast. And I, I don't think this podcast is going to be very... Because um, I didn't... It's been one of those weeks I, I didn't... I haven't really written down anything to talk about or that would be funny. So uh, it's just going to be me like ranting about stupid shit. So... What have I been doing lately? What has Victoria been doing lately? Well, it's January. And at the end of the month, I'm going to get my W-2 and I'm going to do my taxes and send it in. I'm going to get a big, huge tax return. And I'm and I'm hoping to plan a trip with that. So I've been trying to plan out my year. You know, we, we had our little um, motivational speech last week, and I decided I want to plan out a really fun year where I do all the things that I want to do. So the first thing we're going to do is we're going to go to New Orleans on February uh, 4th and 5th. Or, or Well, it might be 3rd and 4th. I'm not sure. But we're going to go to the Crew de Vue. We're going to go, um, I think the parade the night before is the Crew de Boheme or something. So the Crew de Bohemes like kind of like an absinthe-themed, fairy-themed, like uh, trippy kind of parade. And the Crew de Vue is just a sultry, it's just a sultry, insane uh, parade. Like the one, the last one I went to, I don't remember what the theme was the last one I went to, but I remember the theme of the first one I went to. And that one was uh, like something succumbs a lot or something in the whole parade was like cum themed and they had like little sperms running around and they had big uh floats of penises running around and it was just such a wonderful time you had men running around in assless chaps and uh i just i just so love that city and i want to get back to it uh and so i'm planning on going to that this year so if you if you ever want to meet victoria vandenberg show up to new orleans at the crew de because I will be there. But you will not know who I am unless you can guess who I am. Maybe I'll dress up as a woman. I don't know. Um, I um, will just have to see uh, if you can find me. It'll be like Where's Waldo, only with Victoria Vandenberg. Okay, so uh, we're going to do that. But, you know, we're, we've been planning trips, you know, um, so... I plan on going to Salem, Massachusetts in uh, August on my birthday. Um, oh, shit. I probably shouldn't have said that. <laughs> my birthday's in August. Get over it. Uh, that's probably too much information. I probably shouldn't have gave that out. But so I'm going to go to Salem, Massachusetts and hopefully see the Witch Trial Museum and Go to the Church of Satan because the Church of Satan's there where they have the huge statue of Baphomet. Uh, there's going to be all kinds of like awesome, crazy shit. Uh, 
that um, uh, I can see there. And uh, Burt's Chili says he might go with me, so I'm planning on reserving. That's going to be an expensive trip. Fly up to Boston and then go to Salem, and the hotels in Salem are expensive. And But we're going to see if we can go there. But another place... And this is what I've been trying. Oh, I'm also going to go to Utah in May with uh, my father. Uh, and hopefully we'll see all the cool parks out there. Uh, there's lots of national parks and shit like that. But what I wanted to get to, let me drink some more of my lovely tea here. Um, what I wanted to get to is I am now obsessed with Thailand. Okay, Victoria is obsessed with Thailand. This is definitely, I've never even been there. I've never even been there, but I so want to go. And I've looked at uh, plane tickets. Uh, there was one plane ticket where I could go and take a solid day from where I'm at. And I would have to stay over in, I think I would have like two or three hours in Qatar. And their airport looks, you know, pretty easy to get around and switch planes. So I'm not really worried, too worried about it. And um, and then go to Bangkok for like a week because I've been looking up videos. Uh, you can do anything you want in Bangkok. And Victoria likes to do everything she wants to do. <laughs> so, I mean, you can go to live sex shows. You can get prostitutes. You can uh, just do random. I mean, you don't have to get a prostitute. You can just do an old fashioned hookup, you know. <laughs> uh, you can uh, go on boat rides, motorcycle rides, ride the train, you know, ride the crazy buses, the tut tuts. You can go to these huge food markets, just never ending food markets and restaurants. Uh, you can go to Muay Thai shows, see. People fight and knock each other out. Uh, you can drive out of town and go like ride an elephant. You know, you can go to Patea and go to the beach. I mean, I've just, I've been watching videos on all this shit all week. And I'm like, I'm definitely, de and I actually listened to a podcast this week called the, I think it's called the Bangkok podcast where they talk about different things in Bangkok and it's pretty good. And um, I definitely, this is like top of my list, like, my next big, big trip. I've never even been outside of the country other than Mexico. And I don't even consider that, you know, like that. that's, you know, that might as well be another state here in the United States. I don't know why we don't just like, Hey, y'all want to be a state and just make them a state. Well, anyway, I've been looking up retiring and like cheap places to retire, you know, and people are like Central America, South America. And then they say, you know, Thailand, Malaysia, Vietnam, Singapore, places like that if you want to retire for cheap. And uh, But when I watch the videos of Thailand, it just looks so, so fun. I mean, it looks like a place that you can do, and now marijuana is legal there. It looks like a place that you could just do whatever you want for next to nothing cost. Like you can go out to eat for a dollar. You know, you can go out and get you a lady boy and have a perfectly wonderful night at your home smoking pot with your lady boy on the beach in Patea. And that's what I want in my life. Because the only thing that makes 
a lot of people, and what, what was this called? There's like some kind of anime or hentai called this where they add a dick to like a little girl. <laughs> I forgot what they called it, but there's something in anime. Let me look this up. Um, or it might be hentai. I don't know. Uh, let's see here. Uh, what do they call a little? Well, I don't know. This might get me in trouble text, uh, looking this up. Little girl with dick. This is going to get me in trouble. Um, okay, I done forgot what it's called, but there, there's a title for it where they have these pictures of like just stupid little stuff um, where it's like little girls in hentai or, well, not really little girl. You know, I, I think they're, I don't know, it's a cartoon. I don't know. And it has like a little girl with a dick. <laughs> and it's the funniest thing ever. So when you go get a lady boy in town, the only thing that makes a woman better is when she has a dick. And you can take that from Victoria Vandenberg. That's her word. <laughs> well, anyway, I've been watching all these videos on retiring and like you can get, you know, an apartment for like 200 to 400 and, you know, then go out and eat every day for like a dollar. And then like your health care is like next to nothing. And that, that's the main thing. Cause I know when I'm older, I'm going to probably have a lot of health problems. So, um, you know, cheap health care, good health care. Uh, so Thailand is definitely the top of my list. I was also watching these videos where they go out and they, you can just hang out with elephants. You can just go bathe the elephants. You can ride the elephants. You can just sit there feeding the elephants. You can even stay on a in a cabin on the River Kwai, and um, it's just it looks like just a fascinating place. When I see these Buddhist temples and um, just all these different temples, beautiful, just gorgeous place full of color and food, abundant food that's cheap and ready to go. And, and God damn it, Victoria has to go to this place. I might not get there in the year 2023, but God damn it. If I don't get there in the year 2023, I'm going to get there at the first of the year 2024 because it's supposedly cheapest to fly in like January, February, March. So that might be when I try to go just to get the cheapest flight because that's the main expense. Because when I looked it up, uh, like if I went in August, I would, um, I think it would cost like fifteen hundred to fly there. But if I went in February, it'd be like a thousand. So I might just wait till February. But then, like even staying, like if you stayed in Bangkok the whole week at like a fancy hotel, not even just like a shit hotel, if you stayed in a fancy hotel in Bangkok. It's like 200 bucks for the whole week. Can you imagine that? Like just for me to stay, like when I go to Salem or if I, you know, either Salem or New Orleans, like if you're wanting to stay like downtown, you're looking at $300 a night, just a night plus all their little stupid fees. So definitely on my list of places to go. I watched one YouTube video and I wish I remembered the name of, whose YouTube video it was where I could uh, give them a plug on here. But they went and watched a Muay Thai fight, and it was like two, like, eight-year-olds. And one eight-year-old fucking, like, knocks out the other eight-year-old, like, 
flat, just flat out. And I'm like, holy shit, that should be illegal, but I'm going to watch it. I'm, I'm going to pay money to go watch it as long as it's legal. <laughs> watch this kid's teeth fly across the fucking room. And, uh, you know, like it's like a libertarian paradise, you know, like you can do anything you want to do, uh, within reason. So if you want to go and watch people punch each other in the face, you can go watch people punch each other in the face. If you want to go eat a scorpion, cause they sell scorpions on the street for sale to eat. Uh, you can do that. You know, if you want to go pet a tiger, you can go pet a fucking tiger. I mean, it's, it's fucking amazing. You know, when you watch these videos, like everything here in the States, because of like the corruption and the insurance and corporations, you know, there always has to be like a wall of separation. But in Thailand, you can like, you don't, that tiger don't have to be in a cage. You can just go, go up and pet that tiger, <laughs> that Bengal tiger or whatever the fuck it is, you know, and it's just like, oh, that bear, just, just go ride that bear or go ride that elephant. We don't even have to be present. You just go hang out with that elephant. <laughs> That's the thing I love about these videos. And I'm just obsessed. Victoria is obsessed with Thailand and it's definitely on the top of my list of cheap places to retire because it just looks, it looks like every day you could wake up and just have an exciting day there. And the people are so friendly and everything I hear about is so good. So I definitely want to, um, you know, it's like when I watch retirement, like I've been looking at these retirement videos of cheap places to retire. You watch it on Panama and Mexico and Colombia and Peru and Argentina and all these places and even Spain. And it's just like those places look amazing. They look amazing and they're cheap to live and they would be a wonderful place to live. And it would be a short plane ride to get down there uh, and a cheap plane ride. But I don't know when I watch the Thailand videos, it just looks like such a fucking amazing place. I can't get over it. I can't get over how colorful it is, all the wildlife, all the greenage, all the beaches, the water, the waterfalls, the just insane cities where you can do just about anything, you know. Uh, one thing I found out, they have a Chinatown in Bangkok, which I thought was kind of funny. I was like, huh? Like, okay, I guess that makes sense. <laughs> Because I was just sitting there thinking like, oh, so it's just like the same as any other place. They'll have their little um, ethnic, you know, uh, communities, <laughs> which um, I think um, is amazing. Oh, I did want to talk about chocolate again. Just uh, let me pause real quick and I'll be right back. Okay. I was trying to pull up my IMDb. One thing I fucking hate, like IMDb used to be the place to go get information about movies, but the layout isn't as good anymore and you can't really trust their ratings as much anymore. And it's just like kind of a shitty place to, to get info now because I can't just pull up stuff and have the information at hand. All right. So chocolate. Uh, so basically there's this bitch and she's called Juliette Benosha is her uh, real name, uh, the real actress's name. That's the main lady in the movie. And, and she shows up to town with her atheism and chocolate. 
And basically, her atheism and chocolate are really uh, a real is a huge shock to the town. All right, it's a huge shock to the town. And um, she befriends this old lady, Judy Dench, who is estranged from her daughter. Um, and they just, let me see, I'm trying to find the other actor's name that's in it. He's a famous actor. I don't know why they wouldn't have. This is the thing that drives me fucking crazy is that one of the main actors and one of the most famous actors in the movie is not even listed on IMDb. Like, what the fuck? Let me go to all cast and crew. Like, it should be one of the first fucking people on the goddamn... Okay, cast. Just... Yo, here's his name. Okay, so... You have this lady. She shows up with her atheism and chocolate. And she's tempting all the town folk. But Alfred Molina, the mayor of this small French town, he's like, no, no, no. You are not going to tempt my people. And that's Bert's Chili calling in. Let's put him on speakerphone. Hello? What's up? What are you doing? Driving home. You're on my podcast. He's real, ladies and gentlemen. He's real. Are you talking about me? What's no, no, no. I was in the middle of explaining Chocolat. Oh, Chocolat is a charming fucking movie. It's the best movie, right? It's a goddamn charming fucking it's movie. It's a sweetheart of a fucking movie. It is. It is a... It's an atheist... Uh, it's an atheist message. <laughs> <laughs> it sort of does a little bit. A little bit. And the message is that Alfred Molina is uh, a closeted chocolate lover. The 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 dangers of conformity, you know, you know, you don't, you know, stuff like that. Why the fuck am I on your podcast? Well, that's a better take than I was going to give it. I was just going to be silly with it, but that's actually a great take on it. How conformity ruins everything. Yeah, the dangers of conformity, and uh, this girl shows up. She's kind of like uh, a Romani kind of character. She's a she's a drifter. It's you know at heart, you know she's um, she has a wanderlust, and you know she comes to this town, this quaint little French town. She opens a uh, a chocolate uh, store. <laughs> And, uh, you know, she befriends Judy Dench. Judy Dench has, you know... She has the beaties. She's a free, she has the beaties, but, you know, she's a free thinker. You know, nobody's going to... No one's going to tell her how to They're live They're the two life. black sheep of the town. Yeah, they're black sheep of the town. That's a good, that's a good description. And, uh, you know, she becomes like the... the uh, since she's not of the town she's an outsider and so she becomes kind of like the I, I don't know really how you would put it she she becomes the um, 
they, they demonize her in such a way that, you know, she, she represents everything bad about outsiders. Yes, they're like preaching sermons about her. They're, you know, Alfred Molina's like, oh, you got to rewrite this to say this to make sure but, people know we're talking same, about her. But at the same time, Alfred Molina, you know, he, he actually has a really good character too because he's a man who's repressed. Oh, and yeah. he's fighting his own desires. He's a very sympathetic character. He's waiting on his wife to return or something. Yeah, you know, he's and he's you know, he, he has this uh he's very likable, but you know, he has this conservative bend to him. He wants to hold on to this traditional way of looking at the world, this black and white way of looking at the world, and um, you know, eventually he finds out he's not this this rock, this uh, this stone cold uh, Bible thumper that he thought he was when he succumbs to chocolate. And he succumbs. Day, he, like, he succumbs to chocolate. At the end of the day, chocolate's not this deep-seated evil that that tempts men to go astray. At the end of the day, he, he's... Um, <laughs> it's almost kind of allegorical, because it almost sounds like we're talking about sex or something. No, no, it is allegorical. But at the same time, it, the, the message of the movie is chocolate's not bad. And, and he kind of fucks that chocolate at the end, and he even fucks it so hard that he passes out in all the chocolate. Well, well you take it to a, a different place. It's spoilers here. It, but you took it to a strange place, Victoria. You did. Well, I mean, like he's rolling around in the chocolate and like fucking like deep-throating the chocolate. I mean, <laughs> once you take it there, <laughs> I... Well, is it? Is it? I am I wrong for reading into like you could almost like replace the chocolate? You could almost replace anything for that chocolate. You know, you could you could be talking about sex with that chocolate. You could. I mean, it's kind of like a thing for everything. You could put anything in there that's seductive. At the end of the day, Alfred Molina realized any pleasure that, really that this that this woman is not a bad person just because she creates this thing that he covets. Okay. And he is not a bad man for succumbing to this this desire that he has, that this 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 temptation he has. I mean, we're all weak at the end of the day. So he, he grows to like this woman, and uh, he's a better man for it. It teaches them something about tolerance. It teaches them something about uh, humanity. And also, there's you know Juliet, whatever her name is, I forget her name. Uh, the the chick from uh, the Da Vinci Code. Uh, oh, um, I forget you know, her she, name. Uh, French French actress. That's actually not the same. This is the woman from Amelie. So I'm thinking yeah. of someone totally. They different. just look so similar. They look similar. <laughs> they don't even look similar. Really, what it is is they're both French and they're women. But anyways. <laughs> So, so this lady, uh, she realizes, uh, she, she doesn't have to stay on the run. She doesn't have to keep moving. The wind 
calls her, it beckons her to leave. But she finds that she's got everything she needs right and, where she is. And she's got a river right Johnny Depp. Yeah, she gets to fuck Johnny Depp. I mean, this is a day. What woman doesn't want to fuck Johnny Depp? I mean, Amber Heard wanted to. And that didn't end very good, but you know. Even like fat old Johnny Depp, they're all fucking him. I mean, you know, I'd be Johnny Depp. They, they have wonderful parties. They, I mean, I just loved everything about this movie, and I love that even the bad guy was redeemable. That's my main God, thing I like. And, and I remember telling you how awesome of a movie this is, and you used to tell, like, make fun of me. Yeah, you know, I resist things all the time because I thought it was a corny romance. But, but it, it's more, I, you know, I told you, there's, there's a lot about the movie that makes it really good. It's a very redeemable film. I'm telling you, it's the best movie I've seen in a long, long time. And uh, I they don't just, make them like that anymore. They really don't make them like that anymore. And I mean, it's weird to say that that movie is a classic. It is, because nobody ever talks about it. But to me, it's one of my all-time favorites now that I would list as... And, and, and the message of the movie is uh, tolerance. Um, the message of the movie is home, you know. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with planting roots. Be open to new things, finding your place, and being open to new things, new experiences. And it doesn't have to be this anti-God message. I just kind of inserted that somewhere along the lines because I don't like religious people because I grew up in Alabama. Yeah, we we were tortured by these same. There's so many Alfred Molinas. In Alabama, only they're not as likable and charming. That's the way I would look at it, is they're, they're fire and brimstone people. And look, they beat the Bible out of you. I mean, come on. Yeah, it's, it, it's not I as charming bullied. here in this state. I was bullied for not having the same religious beliefs as other people in this town, uh, in this state. I mean, there's a possibility I lost my job because of that. <laughs> Yeah, it's insane. It happens every day here. I mean, that's that's one thing that I love to talk about on this podcast is how shitty this state can be. You know, I like certain things about it, but I be, but there's the people a, are shitty. A, so, at the end of the, so, so there's um just to be a little optimistic about it. There's Alabama has its charms. It really does, and those charms are kind of offset by the shitty people that live here. <laughs> it sure but, is. But here's the worst thing about it is if you talk to any of these people, these these fucktards that live in this state, you find out you're not that different from them. You find out that you agree on a lot of the same things. You might even agree on the same um, theological beliefs or, or the same social beliefs. But... You know, they're, they're twisted up by these um, conservative, and I'm not, I'm not claiming to be a liberal, because I don't really think liberals are better a lot of times. <laughs> yeah, they're just but, as brain dead, I just think they're a little less dangerous. I think liberals are uh, equally as stupid, but not as mean. Hey, did you see the news today about uh, one of our congressmen lunged at another guy in Congress? I just got off a 12-hour shift 
As, do you think I have time to look at the news? No. In that time period? Well, Mike Rogers, one of our congressmen, got mad at Matt Gates and lunged at him, and another guy had to hold him back because he was wanting to punch Matt Gates in the face, which is something well, we've Matt all Gates, wanted to do. Matt Gates deserves uh, the worst kind of punishment. Oh, I just passed a cop. Oh, there's so many of them out today. I went down to uh, the cabin today. The and fucking police date. Fucking yeah. police date. There was one sitting out in Natural Bridge, look, and I'm like, why do y'all need look, police here? Now that, you're on, now that you're on a podcast, and I am uh, potentially able to reach millions of listeners, even though I know I'm not. Oh, you're, uh, you're reaching Belgium. You're reaching Washington State. You're reaching uh, somebody in Virginia. Uh, there, there's, there's, We got like three listeners. Three solid listeners. I'm just saying most cops are bullies. And that might not be the same thing. It, it, might, be, it might not be, like, I don't know if I can put a broad brushstroke to that, to the entire country or even to the entire world. But from my experience with cops from this state and in the few states I've actually been pulled over in, uh, but the police. Yeah, fuck them, man. I mean, I've lost jobs because of them. You know, as a truck driver, I've gotten tickets and literally lost jobs because they wanted to They're give bullies. me a warning. Yeah. They're bullies. Um, a lot of times, I don't think warnings are a bad thing, but at the same time, you probably have a different opinion. I lost my, my a fucking is job over it. <laughs> I've, I've had an experience with cops. I've had several experiences with cops where they are on a power trip and they cannot... They, um, they get off on power. They do. I feel... I need to get off the phone. I'm in oh. town now. Oh, and, well... Uh, I wanted to stop and get something to eat. But, uh... Okay, yeah. Well, if you want to hang out anytime, just I, uh, drop in. Sure, and, uh... I feel weird being on your podcast, but hello, Belgian... And, I have one uh, solid, solid listener in Belgium. I love this person. You're a good, you're a good man. You're a good man. He's listening to you because he thinks your accent is funny. Yeah, he's probably listening to me because, like, oh, this is how crazy people are in the South. And we're not that crazy. That's the fun fact, fact about it. You know, yeah, there's a lot of rational people here. There's, we're just outnumbered by irrational people. Plus, you know, you have a very facetious podcast where yeah nothing's really serious on here i never really listened to it so i don't know what goes on in your podcast i just know well i just got through explaining the greater benefits of lady boys so that that's pretty much what the podcast is Uh, hey oh it looks like a chick oh if it looks like a chick and it has a hole to put your dick in it's a chick I had a question for you. And that's as woke as I get. I had a question for you because this is an unresolved thing. I was joking around earlier about Lady Boys. What was that type of hentai where it was like a schoolgirl with a dick? Trap porn. Trap porn. Is that what it is? I thought, yeah. that, uh, I thought there was a specific type of anime or hentai. You're thinking of Lolly. Lolly! That's what I'm looking for. That, Lolly. Oh, I'm a little shocked. Yeah, I thought I it was for fun. I thought it was a cartoon. You're making me want to vomit. Talking about 
Oh my God! Well, I'm going to get in trouble on this podcast. Where people do that? I swear people draw a dick on these like, just so they can jerk off and not get uh like because you know I thought it was supposed to be funny. No, no, this was for fun. Oh, well, this took a dark like turn. To that's that's what it looks like to me. Okay, and I don't condone it. And and I do not either. This conversation's but- over. We, this conversation's over. Uh, I feel very uncomfortable saying this shit. Oh, okay. Probably edit this out. All right, goodbye. All right, bye. <laughs> okay, we lost Burt's Chili. But just know that this podcast does not condone that type of stuff. I thought it was like cartoon funny stuff, because I think it was like on Reddit or or 4chan or something, you know, they were uh, would, I don't know show like cartoons of this stuff and uh i did not know that it was linked to that type of stuff i just thought it was funny and i had uh you know someone would keep posting it in a reddit group and i was just like oh victoria does not condone that type of behavior (laughs) so uh um i think we've had a good podcast and uh, (laughs) go wipe our hard drive no um lolly i think it's called lolly um but i think it's funny and i thought they were trying to be funny with that stuff uh but um you just uh, decide for yourself uh this is um victoria vandenberg signing out i hope you have a good week uh if you need a little motivation uh you know i've had a good week you know i've been walking a lot i've been running a lot i've been not really running. I don't know why I said run. Just been doing what I do. And, um, you know, it's, um, I just wish you all luck and I hope you have a great year because it's the start of the year. You need to start it strong and just try to finish it out because that's all we can do. We're just on a train on a collision course with death. Have a good night. Hi, this is Bert Bertram with Tax Masters. Is the IRS raining down on you? Are they auditing you and your family? Oh, look at me. I'm about six foot five, 500 pounds. I got diabetes and, and I have trouble walking. But you know what I'm going to do? Like a big old grizzly bear, I'm going to paw at them. I'm just going to paw at them with my big old grizzly paws. Because that's what I am. You let me loose on the IRS. I'm going to paw them. I'm going to fucking growl at them because it's tax masters. And I'm going to save you from getting audited. I'm going to save you money. Call tax masters. I'm a fucking bear.